Hey guys, welcome back to Part of the Story, Red Deer Public Library's official podcast. I'm Sage Black. And I'm Claire Brown. And today we're talking about a bit about change, um, generally within the library, um, and specifically things that have been changing over the past years, decades, months, type of thing. All kinds of stuff. Yeah. So today we are welcoming Candace Putnam, who's been at the library uh, for about 10 years now, a librarian for six years, and she's been the uh, Youth Services Manager since January 2019, and full disclosure, she is my direct supervisor. <laughs> <laughs> and then today we are also welcoming Karina Fulton, who, when I asked how long she'd been at the library, she said forever. <laughs> Real time, 27 years. It's close uh, to forever. Very much. close. Yeah. Um, she is the manager of member services and technical services for about 10-ish years, and she is Sage's she direct is, This is the <laughs> boss episode. Yeah. This will be the best behaved episode. Yeah, <laughs> this is the one. Um, so we wanted to get into some general feelings about change. How do you feel about change in your personal lives, in your work lives? How do you deal with change? Wherever you want to start with that. Are you, like Candace, are you an easy person with change? I feel like when it comes to change at work, I like love it. It's <laughs> always really exciting and I feel like especially since I started working here at the downtown branch, um, I feel like every like month I'm like, hey, let's change let's this. Do let's do that. Right? Yeah. Um, and even like last September we changed the hours and like, oh, yeah. that was exciting. So when it comes to like work stuff, I feel like change is, is great. When it comes to like personal change, I feel like I find that a little more stressful, <laughs> but Which is fair. Yeah. It's, e it's easier to control work changes sometimes, so you feel more ahead of things. Exactly. Whereas personal changes, you're usually catching up to. Yeah. Because, let's face it, it's not always the greatest changes that are happening mm -hmm. in personal life. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you feel the same, Karina? Work change? Yeah. Love work change. Yeah. Even if i maybe not 100% on board with some of it, I'll always find something that's a way to be supportive of the change mm -hmm. that we do. And knowing that as we move forward, like every little thing will get you there. It's never yeah. a straight line, but you have to be able to make the change. So sometimes it's not what the change is, it's the willingness to make the change. To try. And to f yeah, to try, and also to try and find what within that is a positive thing. In my personal life, it depends on the change. Like <laughs> Big, like, scary changes, because yeah. as you get older, you have more scary changes. <laughs> Those are different, yeah. but for the most part, I'm almost always excited about change. I am the person who changes the cupboards and the closets, and, and I get excited about that because yeah. it's, I don't know why, I just do. <laughs> I, I like new things. I think they're fresh and new. And Does that go with routine as well? Well, like. and that, that might be part of it. And no, and all, you know, that's a fair statement because I am very methodical of with of with routine you mm -hmm. all have seen my fitness app mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean streaks I have my streak on my fitness app but I think that might be part of it is the change gives the excitement to the routine and oh, that okay. routine to lifestyle and I do have a very routine lifestyle I do the same thing every morning and I go to work and I I have yeah. a very routine lifestyle which I love so the change for me is that little bit of excitement that I can throw in there the safe the safe change. The safe change. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the controlled change. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It is a bit of a controlled yeah. change, change for sure. Routine, though. Like you don't want to be stopped. Yeah. It's so easy to be stopped. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't think I'm a big stalking, stalking kind of person yeah, that someone's going to be looking after. But uh, yeah. my my personal life is very routine for sure. Yes. You've had a lot of changes in your life over your ten years here. You became a mom. You got your MLIS. I did, yes. Yeah. Do you view those as sort of your touchstones to where you want to be? Or are they things that sort of just happened and 
Is it weird that I hadn't really thought about having children as a change? But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that actually was a huge change. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was like about to start um, my career as a librarian when I, well, actually, I, I had handed in my last um, assignment for my master's degree. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, wait a tick. I think I might be pregnant. <laughs> um, so it was really odd timing um, for that one. Um, but it actually worked out nicely because I went on. Um, Matt leave, and then when it came back, it was right when Timberlands was opening, so it was like kind of perfect timing. Yeah. I ended up coming back a little bit early, but it was worth it because it was a really exciting change, <laughs> an exciting work change. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> Just dealing with your personal change. Oh yeah, because over, like when you think about, I mean, your life is changing all the time. But when mm -hmm. you're thinking about like your 20s mm -hmm. or your early 30s. Like you're experiencing sort of those bigger changes. You might be getting married, you might be buying a house for the first time, mm -hmm. or having children for the first time, and all that kind of stuff. And you were doing that while you were experiencing huge professional changes as well. This is true. I feel like it's just all kind of part of life. I don't know. I feel like sometimes when you have like so much personal change going on, and then you like couple that with a whole bunch of change um, at, at work, <laughs> that can be a lot. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if it can kind of spread itself out a little bit, that's always a nice thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just the flow of life. You just kind of have to roll with it, and you have to just go with the flow. And being here like twenty-seven years, Karina, a lot of that's, change. Yeah, that's your whole <laughs> a lot of change. Life, like you it is. dealt with and children growing up, yep, children mm -hmm. leaving home. Well, and I and I did work here prior to that. Oh, right. So if I and I have thought about this because you know one day I'll retire and someone will want me to give a <laughs> one speech. day, <laughs> and I'll be able to say all the things that happened in the time that I've worked here, yeah. which is graduating high school, yeah. getting married having children, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, meeting friends, I've, you know, lost people, I've gained people, yeah. I've recently been married again, like it's, a lot of my life has happened in this building, yeah. mm -hmm. and that's huge for me, yeah. and yes, and I love the change, and I love the fact that I know about the change, so when I, <laughs> when I bring new people on board, I'll yeah. be like, this is the way we used to do it, and not because I want it that way, it's because I want people to understand the history, the history, and that those, that is how change, that's how we've evolved to get where we are now, yeah. like we didn't have computers when I came <laughs> we didn't, it and was a different time, it then. was a completely different time, but yeah. that's where people have taken those risks to make those change, and that's how we've got where we are now, so yeah, there's a ton of change. I mean, we only had one building when I started here. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, and that sort of feeds directly into changes at the library. Like, mm -hmm. generally speaking, libraries have had to change mm -hmm. since their inception, for yes. sure. But in the last, I would say, like, 15 years, libraries have really had to decide what mm -hmm. they want to be and how they're yeah. serving their communities going forward. And I think Red Your Public Library is part of that shift and change. Are there things that stand out to you specifically? I think the interesting thing about libraries is like, well, even now, like the perception of libraries, some people who, yeah. I would say mostly people who don't really currently use the library a lot, they, they look at the library and they say, oh, it's just books. It's just books on shelves. Yeah. But that is so not what it is. It, yeah. it used to be. Yeah. But and libraries. it's part of it. Exactly. Like oh, yeah. Now, like so, literacy yeah. is obviously still yeah. at like the core of a lot but of what we do. But it's not just print literacy. Exactly. Yeah. Like digital literacy, like, you yeah. know, financial literacy, all the yeah. literacies. It's yeah. a, like a place of community too, right? Yeah. Like it's not so much. Mm -hmm. just come and get your book and go and get fished by a librarian <laughs> yeah. if you're too loud, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. I think that's 
pretty much like when I think of what is the library, I think basically it is a community space, like yeah. both physically and like, you know, digitally. And we also try to break outside the walls and get out in the community a lot too. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's where change comes in because we respond to the changes that our community um, is going through. Um, we can't just say, oh, this is what the library does and we'll just do this until the end of time. Like every single year we have to look at, we have to look at Red Deer, like look at our community and um, see what the people need and just respond accordingly, basically. Yeah. And over your long career at the library, Karina, like long, yeah. long career. <laughs> <laughs> the changes that you must have seen, like, yeah, it's going to computers, yes. it's changing you probably did work when the library was like shh like oh yes <laughs> yes hard cat and i think the biggest there. thing the biggest thing for me if i wanted to compartmentalize it to like the it's the most simplistic form is that when i started here people came to the library and yeah. now we have to go to the people right yes. that to mm -hmm. me has been the biggest change so yeah. i remember when there was of course the story times that's always happened yeah. and there was a couple book clubs and we did displays like old school like i remember doing a ufo display where you take two <laughs> paper plates and put them together and you hung them from, from a fishing line <laughs> It was it was a lovely science fiction display, but we went from that, and that was it wasn't all that was offered, but it was pretty simplistic because yeah. people were just coming in anyway. Yeah. There there wasn't a need to really draw people yeah, in. Yeah, not entice them. They were using the exactly, and people the their family. Everything has changed so much yeah. in this. The family makeup was different. The community was different. Yeah. The size of the community, and now we've just had to start transitioning into okay, what are you looking for? And start instead of being here, come to us and we'll give you something. Really look at the customer side of it and say, what can we do for you? Yeah. That to like, me has been the biggest this change. This is what you need. It's listening. To like, Absolutely. Like? Yeah. yeah. And it, be, it, it went from here, we have what you need, come in and figure it out, yeah. to we're going to make sure we have what you want yeah. and what you need so you'll come in. You have yeah. to garner that community support in order, in order to stay viable the long term. Yeah. yeah. Totally. So recently we've had some changes to our setups downtown, um, which is still in flux. Mm -hmm. If you're a downtown <laughs> library visitor, you, you probably know. noticed <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, all the different things. Um, could either of you sort of speak to the closure of the Mez, the relocation of the collection, first of all, and then we'll mm -hmm. talk a little bit about what's going to be on that floor, our Waskasi room changing, all that kind of stuff, just to keep people informed. Okay. Um, yeah, so recently we um, made the decision to close the Mez, which is our teen department. Um, I don't know the exact history of the Mez. I think it's been around for about 15-ish years. And so, like, at the time when uh, the Mez opened, it, it, like, it must have been crazy exciting. I wasn't around then. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Yeah. It, um, it would have been a really exciting time, um, as I can imagine, um, having, the you know, a specific area for just teens to go and hang out. Um, and I imagine that would have been wonderful. Um, the way that the community has kind of shifted and the needs have shifted, as we just talked about, um, it just wasn't quite working the way that we would hoped that it would. Um, if you kind of look at the layout of the downtown branch, it's basically like two buildings that were, you know, Literally attached, yeah. like attached, <laughs> literally linked. Yeah, yeah. and so the That's layout so can be a little bit tricky. So the mez was kind of like you have to go up to like the third floor, walk across the bridge, and then you're into this um, like separate zone that's on the way to the administration office and like a staff uh, work area kind of thing. It just it just didn't really work anymore as like a public place. Um, so what we decided to do was close the mez. We have actually relocated the collection um, onto level two and level four, and level four, which is um, where the adult collections are. 
which I actually think is a better place for it. Um, Plus, you're getting looks, more people browsing yes. the yeah. collection. Exactly. It looks really nice yeah. where it is, too. Because it really was well. just like off in this weird wing yes. of the library, like a mm -hmm. cool area, but just an odd wing for a collection to be. Um, so we've merged it with the adult um, collection. Some of the stuff is interfiled. Um, the fiction is kind of like front and center when you walk up um, onto the level two adult fiction area. Um, and I, I love it there, and there's so many more people looking at it that That's would not that normally happened yeah. upon it. So. <laughs> because, like, the Miz, uh, if you are familiar with that area, it used to say, it had a signage that said for 12 to 17, mm -hmm. something mm -hmm. like that. So as a adult a wide yes. reader, I wouldn't have necessarily felt comfortable coming on right. and browsing the floor because you feel like... Exactly. Oh, is someone, yeah, someone going to tell me to yeah, leave, right? And YA books are so good. Like, they, they are. They're so yeah. good. So it's nice to see them front and center, and I've noticed like working on the level two desk now, a lot more people just like browsing because mm -hmm. there are displays and, and mm -hmm. what have you. So mm -hmm. people looking, like their covers are catching. Like yes. YA books look good. They do. Because they are geared sort of to a younger reader so they have to be more visually mm -hmm. appealing. Exactly. <laughs> so like they're internally, they're good too, but it does have that visual appeal that I feel like really is drawing well, adult a, readers. A few years ago when we decided to no longer charge for adult memberships, there was a few reasons behind it, but one of the things that came up was this will be an easier way for teens because we were losing a lot of them at 18 because now they now they have to pay. Okay. Mm -hmm. So this would, one of the reasons was that the teens would be easier for them to just gently just scoop into that adult membership. Oh, for yeah, me, transition. for me, having the collection with the adult stuff just adds to that transition to them mm -hmm. be able to do that because now they can wander through. They may have just went to the Mez before and said, this is for me. Yeah. Now they can go, oh, here's a teen book on whatever subject they choose. Yeah. And right next to it is something very similar. And so to me, that just aids in the transition and able to get them to continue reading and to continue with the library. I never really thought of it that way, but it is good because if teens are more comfortable with what the library is offering them on exactly. other floors, they're more likely to transition more likely into to stay. those other floors. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Than being like, so oh. they don't age out of their, their little med space. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. don't yeah. know where to go. Because yes. yeah. like, we aged them out with the card for yeah. some time, and now that we've got rid of that, now we're aging them out of that area. Yeah. yeah. And they can just naturally just kind of follow Progress. along. I think, there's, I think you've yeah. offered them a ton more. And as you said, you're offering adults... I mean, I would I would read teen books, but I'd ask Claire for recommendations <laughs> yeah, yeah. on good ones. But again, I also would not go up there and browse. Yeah. Where now I can just go and again, you yeah. know, something catches your eye and whoo, grab yeah. it and go. Exactly. And I've noticed that a lot of people, because they're not from like regular patrons, might not be familiar mm -hmm. with fiction versus YA versus whatever. Yes. So for them, they're just picking up whatever looks good. Mm -hmm. And so I do like. It does feel sort of like trickery, but like I kind of <laughs> like it. Like, mm -hmm. like you probably wouldn't have picked this up if we were like, yes. oh, this is our teen, teen collection. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. But they look at it and they're like, oh, that sounds interesting. Exactly. Yeah. And it doesn't and matter. So, and it just so happens to be a YA protagonist. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I also so think, too, for on. our regular customers and even for staff who normally go out into the stacks, we live in our little bubble and everything's yeah. the same spot and everything looks the same, so you don't notice. As soon as you start changing things, not necessarily the collection, but changing anything at yeah. all, mm -hmm. people go, oh, was What's that, that there before? Yeah. Yeah. And then they're more apt to explore and see what we actually have. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's a good point, too. Particularly with like other shifts on level two in terms of our seating, in terms of like where the paperbacks are housed. Mm -hmm. Like you might, paperbacks, uh, fiction paperbacks right now are housed at the back of mystery, like where mystery is. Mm -hmm. Maybe you had just been browsing fiction paperbacks at the front of yes. level two, getting your couple of paperbacks and mm -hmm. leaving. But now you're, you have to walk the floor. Yes. So maybe you're interacting with graphic novels or mystery mm -hmm. or yep. 
any or seeing that there we have study spaces, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And knowing that there's something different offers yes. for you. Like I don't really like it when people go in and mess with the layout of the grocery store. That's one thing. But <laughs> I feel like I feel like rearranging the library. Well, don't totally they different. say like they have like the bakery near near the front of the store, so then you smell right. like, yeah. the baked <laughs> goods and walk mm-hmm. through. And there's a plan. Yeah, yeah. There's a yeah. plan. Well, yeah, that's what we're trying to do. Yeah, we're trying to basically use yeah. the, the ideas <laughs> of the grocery store yeah. and trick you into staying yes. longer. And it has worked. I recently went to get a mystery because that's 99% of what I read. Yeah. And I walked by a fiction and I was like, oh, that might be good. Like, randomly grabbed a book. And so it, it worked. Really, it did work. It does work really well. <laughs> well, and sometimes, too, like, what we have things like cataloged as mystery fiction, whatever, that's what the publisher sort mm-hmm. of suggests. But it might not actually be like That's a right. category romance no. or a mystery mm-hmm. in the way that you would think. Especially like, if it's like a series. I find that yeah. one will be science fiction and then the other one will be fiction. It's like, okay, so what, yes, like, what are, are we are doing you? here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's good to be familiar and, and like all areas of the library mm-hmm. for sure. And I do like the new seating yeah. on level two. Me too. Yes. So I like the idea of people just being welcome to stay yeah. and sit and relax. Yeah, whichever. So I do like that part. And so we do have some other changes coming. So level two is sort of a work in progress, but more or less where it needs to be. I think so, yeah. Um, level four will currently be changing. So level four currently at the downtown branch is, I guess, what we used to call our reference floor. Or like when I first started, <laughs> so be level four reference. Mm-hmm. And I always thought that the ladies on the reference desk knew everything. They still do. Yeah, they do. Like, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I'm yeah. up on that still desk true. and I'm just like, that's not the truth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's not true for me. We know it's different yeah, now. Please don't ask me questions. <laughs> um, but level four is changing as we see this change for the Mez area. So mm-hmm. if you wanted to speak a little bit about what is happening to Mez. Yeah, so basically we have this beautiful Mez floor and we're thinking, okay, like what could we do with this now? Um, like what makes sense? Yeah, what makes yeah. the most sense? Um, so what we've decided to do is we're actually going to take um, two of the staff work areas, the adult services work area and the children's work area. We're gonna rehome all of those staff um, into the Mez. And so they're going to have like a very collaborative type work area. And those staff are often called programmers. So we yeah. might use that interchangeably. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you know. Yeah. yeah. So like there are people who primarily work with adults and people who primarily work with children. Um, we're going to kind of blend, blur those lines a little bit <laughs> moving forward. Um, but yeah, so they're going to rehome um, to the MES floor. And then that will actually free up two current staff workspaces um, that we can change into um, exciting new things for the public. So I think our plan for level four, this isn't totally set in stone, but our plan for <laughs> level four um, workroom is to make it into an actual like silent study area primarily. So level four is actually a quiet floor and it is quite quiet up there, but yeah. sometimes it's just not quite quiet enough if you yeah. want to like get your, you know, super focused studying done. Um, so this will be um, like an enclosed room with a door so we can close the door. Um, you can have like your silent study time. It will also probably double as a public programming space too um, and maybe like which is kind of amazing. Yeah. The more programming spaces you have, the better. Right? Exactly. Yeah. 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 And that'll be a really good one for like doing like different classes and like seminars and stuff like that. Yeah. So I think it'll be a really good space and we'll have many uses for it. Mm-hmm. Um, the children's workroom, it's a little bit different. Like right now, there is no like door to it. So we're kind of used to working in the chaos <laughs> in the children's <laughs> department. It can be very loud there sometimes, but that's a good thing. Um, 
but we're going to actually free up that staff work area as well and have another programming space in the children's department. So we have our kind of like out in the open area um, that we do most of our story times and stuff and we're going to have a second program space which will really come in handy especially when we start getting lots of school tours and we're trying to do that at the same mm -hmm. time as running public programs yeah. plus there's you know the general public hanging out and playing Lego and, and all sometimes that, so. they're like smaller groups so you want to be in a smaller space because exactly so exactly. more yeah like, contained yeah. yeah so there's just a lot of opportunities for both of those um spaces and I'm really excited about that yeah. for different things yeah. I think it's nice too that all the programmers will you know kind of be together and yeah and mm -hmm. bounce ideas off of each other yes. and because it used to be so like you do that thing mm -hmm. I do this thing and yeah. no yes. one knows what's going on like yeah. on yeah. the two different places you know your right? floor, so you know your floor yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's you exactly yeah. so yeah. yeah plays into you know everyone doing a part in something yeah right and so. well and our, with our our staff kind of training mm -hmm. things that we changed last year where everybody gets a little bit of try of everything else. Yeah, exactly. more collaborative work. People yeah. really do need to understand what other people do. Yeah. And they can learn from each other. And I mean, I, the, I don't even get to be up there and I'm excited about people <laughs> sitting and going, you know what I did in children's last year? Yeah. Because you never know. There's great it ideas yeah. that can translate yeah. to other age groups. And exactly. I think or maybe it didn't work in a particular age group. Exactly. But it would, like, for someone actually, else. it would yeah. work yeah. here. Exactly. Yeah. And Just we've been trying to like have that overlap since yes. last year. We've been trying to work towards that but realistically when half the staff are like upstairs in a mm -hmm. quiet room and then the other yes. half are downstairs like across the building from one another it's yeah. pretty difficult so. and with some libraries moving towards someone planning a program and then a bunch of people just doing the program yeah. they I believe my personal thought on that is that you lose the the value of the of the staff member that you have. You hired yeah. them because they have great ideas and they mm -hmm. have all of this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You lose that. Now you're taking all that and putting it in a big room together. Yeah. That's huge, exciting that everybody yeah. gets to share that. Well, Instead of, as Sage said, just one group yeah. over here did this and one group that. Everybody can start interchanging yeah. stuff. Yeah. It's so exciting. And bouncing ideas off each other yeah. like straight away. Oh, mm -hmm. totally. Like one of the things working alone sometimes, it's like, oh, I have this idea. Let me go and find yes, someone exactly. to talk about yeah. it with. And now it'll be like, oh. Oh, you're right there. Yeah, yeah. So there's like three people yeah. right right here. In my mind, I, I imagine like, like maybe like a Google office, you know, where everybody's like, oh, just the ideas are everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It'd be so exciting. <laughs> I exploding. might just sit up there for fun <laughs> yeah. some days. Which is nice too, because <laughs> like break. talking about like different staff, like our staff room mm -hmm. being up there as well. So right, yes. recently yeah. our Wasco Sioux board meeting room and our former staff room switch locations. So upstairs now you'll find the admin office, our staff room, mm -hmm. our staff work area, and some just office space staff like other staff are walking through that space yep. so you're interacting with co-workers that perhaps you wouldn't have interacted with before mm -hmm. yeah which adds a different value to oh yeah as well. absolutely yeah and that excitement that yeah. excitement is contagious yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah that's why i always like when candace or brianna and their little <laughs> excitement like oh we're doing this because excite it it is so contagious to people yeah. that that well, excitement that's the thing. About like stuff. even just walking by as you're going to your have your lunch like mm -hmm. you're in the break room and someone would be like oh what do you think of this idea absolutely right? yeah. like it's yeah. just yeah you get a lot of different the ideas feedback. are flowing these days for yeah. sure <laughs> it's like a little mini staff development every day yeah yeah <laughs> because we're all in one big group which together. i think helps like the change and also like we all hear different things in the community yes. based on our personal lives mm -hmm. and where we are with things mm -hmm. so if you hear a portion of something, oh, I'm interested in this, but I don't know how to flesh it out. Mm -hmm. Someone else could have a completely different piece to Absolutely. add to that. And they're right there yep. to work and give it to you versus like, oh, well, I have this, but I can't figure it mm -hmm. out. So it just like, yep. you know, goes in the drawer. And exactly. Or it was, you know, it's a great idea, but I only do this. Yeah. And I, you know, there's no sense the getting it to these people. Yeah. And yeah. there's no need for that constraint yeah. to like share that stuff. Yeah. 
That's what I liked, um, though it didn't end up going forward for our spring break. Uh, one of our adult services um, programmers, Kim, was going to do a children's program for spring break. Mm -hmm. It was like Roman camp. Something. Roman military oh, camp. Roman military yeah. camp. It would have been so much fun. It yeah. would have been. I love the idea of, like, Kim obviously had this idea. She was like, well, adults are probably not going to come to this, mm -hmm. which, like, fair. It was <laughs> exactly. not like I might. Yeah. But, like, she was like, this would be a good children's program. And mm -hmm. instead of it being like, oh, you're not a children's programmer, you yes. can't do that. It's like, okay, let's, Go for it. let's do this, yeah. which is what I like. So we'll see about a lot more of that coming yeah. up. But that goes to like, sort of the culture in our library right now too. Yeah. Like Sage and I have talked about this a couple of different times and it's the idea that you can try something. Absolutely. Like this podcast, for example. Yes. This yeah. was like a, can we do this? A big what if, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, and it was like, can we do this? And then it's also, can I have Sage, who's not <laughs> yeah. technically a programmer, and has a different voice right. and be like, you know, we have a different chemistry. Can it that be a thing? And it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah go ahead. Like, and it should be. And it's exactly. awesome. And it should be. So the idea that like different departments can yes. partner on things too on different committees or different projects, yeah. I think makes them more successful. Well in prehistoric times, <laughs> like when I started here, <laughs> there when you came to every when, <laughs> when, I, when I first came to work here, that was the way it was. Yeah. Like everyone had an opportunity to try different things. Yeah. And I mean if someone had told me when I first came here in high school, like you're gonna be on a desk and you're gonna talk to people, I'd been like, No way, uh -huh. it is yeah. not happening. Yeah. I am leaving. But little by little it was like, you know, come and help on the desk for ten minutes yeah. and little by little it happened and it afforded me an opportunity that I never would have seen. Mm -hmm. yeah. Me being able to do. I mean, even with this, when you when the, this topic first came up about doing a podcast in Sage, I was like, I didn't even know Sage was interested. And Sage <laughs> is awesome at this. So and so that's part of it is you offer the opportunity, so you create a great experience for your public, but you yeah. create a great experience for your staff as well. Yeah, like yeah. that's huge moving forward. That's good for retention, but it's also great if you have to go somewhere. That's good on a resume. Like yeah. you should always be trying to build them up. Not yeah. keep them in a little box. Yeah, exactly. The idea of staying in your box and being like, "This is this is your job description. Yes. These four things. Yeah. This is what I do, and only this." Yes. Yeah. yeah, like, and that works boring. great yeah. for some people yeah, because they does. require that. Yeah. But offer them the opportunity yeah, because totally. I, I, I always say the same thing. You have no idea what you're capable of until you try, yeah. and then you can be amazed by it. Your life can go in a completely different direction when yeah. you try that. That's like um, like working in member services. So I was in member services, and Karina was my direct manager these many <laughs> years was. as well. Um, what I always liked about your management style is once you knew us and we were trained and all that kind of stuff, you would just say, like, if we had a question or if we were like, did I handle this right? And we'd run it past you, you'd say, I trust you. I trust your yep. judgment. I still so say that. Yeah, so it's not mm -hmm. like micromanagement, like, oh, well, you should have done it yes. this way. And, like, maybe there are suggestions of how you move forward or, like, you know, mm -hmm. deal with your own anxiety yes. because you can be in situations right. that maybe aren't the most pleasant. But I still remember you saying that to me. I trust your judgment, yes. and on a thing that I didn't trust my judgment. Right. <laughs> but when you like, no, it was it was fine. Right, and when you truly trust people, and I do trust their judgment. Yeah. When you truly trust people, you give them the ability to open up and think, yeah. oh, what can I do here? And you mm -hmm. allow free thought by trusting people's judgment. I mean, nothing is life or death at the library. No, so <laughs> if something breaks, we can fix it. Yeah. We all learn as we go. Yeah. But just just that, just saying, I trust your judgment. And I do. I, yeah. Well, you know, Sage, I yeah. still say that to people. <laughs> is because I do trust your judgment. I mean, I wouldn't and hire other words. I'm very <laughs> proud of people who I hire. Yeah. And so. it give, but it gives you that confidence when Absolutely. you're dealing with the public. Like, yeah. I know my job. Yes. I know mm -hmm. this part or that part yes. or whatever 
instead of being like, oh, like I don't know if I handled that right. Am yes. is this going to come down yeah. on me or whatever? So to foster a workplace where you can feel confident yes. in the work that you're doing. There's nothing yeah. that annoys me more than um, a retail store some big name brands that won't be named here <laughs> where if you have to like you know the butter came up at 295 and yeah. it should have been 259 and a manager has to come over and put a key in and type in 57 things yeah. that's ridiculous to yeah. me you need to trust the people you hire that yeah. they are doing the absolute best mm-hmm. yeah. and then let them learn as they go then you're giving them that experience yeah and of course, there will be like little mistakes, but that is the best part of but the that, all the time. Exactly. <laughs> it's, exactly. Not, it's not life or death. It is so not like life or death. So, like, little mistakes no. are little mistakes. Yeah. yeah. And, and then you so learn, and then you do them you again, and, and then and you, you know, don't do them again. The right? best part about little mistakes is sometimes we learn a better way of doing things. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. why I like little mistakes. It's like, mm-hmm. you know what we could do. Instead of fixing this mistake, yeah. why don't we fix what happened in the first place? And yeah. then we yeah. don't have to go there. Or, like, the old procedure could be, like, why is it six steps? Because yes. it could have been just these two that I Exactly. Did. And that's why yeah. I love hiring new people, because yeah. they are outside of that box still, yeah. which I, I mean, as much as I love change and I like to look at new ways, yeah. I live inside my own little library yeah. box, too. Mm-hmm. And new people bring new ideas. And I'm like, what about this? I still remember. It was like, whoo, wow, like a light bulb moment when yeah. someone would suggest something. I go, why? We had never done that before. <laughs> yeah. And then we change it to make it better. Well, because sometimes you just look at something and you're like, it works. Yes. Yeah. So that's the way we do yeah, it. Yeah. And so it does work. But and I, that fresh I think because of the size thing. of our department yeah. and that is mm-hmm. an, like an everyday collaboration. Yeah. Those things are, that's why I'm so excited about your new collaboration mm-hmm. in, in with joining your departments because we have that collaboration almost every day where yeah. we go, hey, what about this? And we're like, that's a great idea. <laughs> yeah. And in case people don't know, like member services is a department spread across three branches. Yes. So everyone who works in member services works at Timberlands, works at DAW, works downtown. So they don't always see each other super regularly. <laughs> There's so, people I haven't seen in, like, months. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and then you could have a shift together, and you're, you know, seeing change, seeing different perspective in that mm-hmm. one day because mm-hmm. you haven't seen a coworker for four or five months. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, or you haven't been downtown. Maybe. Mm-hmm. maybe you've been subbing more at Timberlands, so then you're bringing other ideas yes. back from different branches, which is a, a way different way that, like, Absolutely. services yeah. Absolutely. runs than most other departments. Yes, like, and it's such a big department as well that, again, you have more, you have more people that are collaborating on these ideas but yeah you're bringing stuff and I mean I count on those people I'll call someone who I know (laughs) works at Timberlands more often and go what is that how does that work here like is that working for you we had this conversation this morning um regarding a couple I think we were regarding cleaning things you know like where is this held and does that work best for you there or how do you how do you count your cash at the end of the night trying to find something that works for everybody so we're collaborating all the time yeah yeah, that's that is exciting because everything's a little bit different at the branches obviously Mm -hmm. there has to be yeah Yeah. there has to be yeah but Based on the branch, you have different needs, right. different clientele, Absolutely. different daily life. Yes. Like at the branches, you deal with school children. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. They are your day. Like yep. Monday to Friday, that's your primary like customer or patient yes. that you're looking after. So like that's a completely different skill set than like downtown where mm-hmm. like maybe you see a couple children, but they are usually yeah. with adults. With, the, with their parents, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They're monitored. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's a completely different skill set, and it's a completely different way of doing things. Absolutely. Sometimes you have to... Yeah you know, change your customer service mm-hmm. style yeah. based on the branch that you're at, yeah. which is what member services does. Exactly. And we, well, we have to even with individual customers. I like a base <laughs> service Yeah, like that. My rule is best service is consistent service. So yeah. we have to have a base, Yeah. but really good customer service is understanding where you can make those allowances yeah. in order to help your customer. And that's part of that, you know, Trusting judgment. Trusting your judgment yeah. and saying, you know, this is the best thing that's going to be able to work for this customer today. In this moment, yeah. Exactly. And so we have our, our rules and policies that are set up and we have re- requirements to follow, but we can find 
softness, if you will, within those that make the experience for the customer a little bit better. So yeah, you need Agreed. to renew your card. But you know what? You're in Arizona. You're borrowing digitally. Yeah. You're going to be back in three weeks. <laughs> yeah. I'll just move you ahead a little bit. Like yeah. it's not a big, it's not the end of the world. Yeah, exactly. And you've done something really great. But yeah. that's why I trust people's judgment to make the best decision for the customer. Yeah. yeah. So. And in that moment, like that Arizona customer, for example, it's like, oh, you are a lifesaver. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah, everything I need. Yeah. And then they're loving the library that exactly. much longer. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Because as soon as you say no too many times, and there are some yes. things we have to say no to. Sometimes you do. Yeah. I, I prefer that we never say no. We yeah. just, we find an, an alternative. Yeah. We find a different way to different do it. Different options to get Different options. And, and, you know, and try every option possible. Yeah. And sometimes you can't do it all. Yeah. And, but you can try and get there. And that is also part of the experience. You know, even if they're like, well, in the end, I couldn't do it. Yeah. But the person did this, tried, this, right? this, and this, and this yeah, for yeah. me instead. That's part of Instead of just standing there being like, nope, can't yeah, do that. Exactly. No, yeah. no that. is exactly. not a good word for me. I don't no. like that word. Because yeah. no, I I do this in core training. No ends the conversation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's why I don't like, like it. What, it's the follow-up question to that. There isn't a follow-up. There isn't. So it's like, do you need a library card? Cool. This is what you exactly. need to get a library card. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. You don't have those things? What if yes. we did this? Or what if we did that? Yeah. Versus like, oh, you don't have that thing I need? Sorry. Mm -hmm. no. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I prefer like, you know, well, I'm not sure if I'll be able to do that, but let's see what we can do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, I'm not sure, but let's find out together. And yeah. you just kind of work towards a solution. Which is exactly yeah. what happened to me today. <laughs> I did not get to a good solution, <laughs> right. uh, but I was trying to help a patron with a digital download mm -hmm. over the phone. Oh, yes. That's so, difficult. Yeah. That can and be tricky. Was, yeah. You can't was, see what they're seeing. Yeah. And it was like a 30-minute conversation, and it was a whole thing, and it was with a digital service that I'm not very comfortable with. And in the end, we couldn't get it. Mm -hmm. But she was like, oh, you know, like, thank you for spending these 30 minutes with yes. me. And you know, all Trying. that kind of stuff. We and tried all the avenues. Exactly. Yeah. We tried many avenues, mm -hmm. and in the end, it was not either of our failings. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was the surface. Right. Yeah. So it was just, it was nice that it wasn't just like, oh, it's not working for you, goodbye. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, And look how, consider how many things that customer probably learned within that conversation. Yeah. How to download two different apps. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes we yeah. learn a lot in those conversations mm -hmm. as well. Well, and it which reminds the value you about those things too. Absolutely. Because it was with a service that I'm yes. not super comfortable mm -hmm. with. So then it's like, okay, I'll pull it up on my phone. Let's do yeah. it together step by step. And it helps you. I quite often will do that. I will actually go and get my phone yeah. and say, okay, this is how I do it. Let's do it together. Yeah. And well, and it's hard too, even if it is like Libby, like an app that you use mm -hmm. all the time. Yeah. Even if someone's asking you questions over the phone, it's like, okay, where is that menu? Like, like where is that? Yeah. Yeah, I always pull it up on my phone. Yeah. 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 <laughs> or if someone's trying to log on to like their online account, I'll always yeah. pull up the screen and you know yes. say it's okay, it's this button up here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. let's it's walk. Confusing. Let's walk through it together. Yeah. Exactly. Because mm -hmm. yeah, change of the digital services is great. Like I love the idea that we have these digital services, mm -hmm. or that you can you know place holds online or yes. spend them whatever you whatever yeah. you need to do. Basically, mm -hmm. you can do. And once patrons um, figure that out or find that out. It some for some of them it's like a light bulb moment. Yes. And they're like, you can place holds online. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm on vacation, I can suspend my holds yes. online. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Whereas before that might have meant a trip or a phone call. Exactly. And then they're feeling empowered to use the digital services mm -hmm. in a way that perhaps they yes. hadn't before. So yeah, it's quite excellent. It is. Yeah. <laughs> to have those even Absolutely. the failure moments, yeah. which I have yeah. today. But it reminded me, oh yes, that's how you use the service. I don't like it was one that I don't normally use. Oh yeah, it's a whole it's a whole thing. Yep. And you don't think about it until someone's asking those detailed mm -hmm. questions. 
So you're like, yeah, we have them. Yeah. And then the next time that happens, you'll know a bit more. Yeah. And say, maybe exactly. try this instead. Yeah. You know? And that so. customer knows a bit more who might tell their friend. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. hopefully, even when we aren't successful, mm-hmm. they still have good feelings about that. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, exactly. That's the yeah. end result, is that they still... They walk away having learned something, even yeah. if they don't get something. Yeah. They have learned something from. And they know experience. how to how to do something. In the Absolutely, and they so. know the service we offer because yeah. then it comes up in conversation when they're having coffee with a yeah. bunch of friends and go, "Oh, you know, the library has that," and they're yeah. like, "What?" Well, so. I had something. I had a meeting last week where we were discussing different things that the library offers, and the people at the table are people who are in nonprofits and mm-hmm. who work with youth and all those kinds mm-hmm. of things. They were shocked at what the library offers. So the conversations need to be like pushed forward. Absolutely. Right? So yep. if you're having those little conversations with people once in a little while, mm-hmm. then they go out into the community. Yes. And then it just hopefully amplifies. Because yes. obviously we've all made our lives. We just want the, world, we yeah. want the world yeah. to know about us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's important. Like I think if you work in libraries, you feel a different way Absolutely. about libraries. Mm-hmm. Not every day is the easiest day. No, this is true. <laughs> but like generally, I think if you work in libraries, you love libraries. True. Like after any amount of yeah. time. And, and well, like, you find a reason to love it. I yeah. mean, I can't say that I'm, well, I like books, but I'm yeah. not like, I'm not here because I'm a book lover. Yeah. But I'm here because I'm a I people. I didn't draw you here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't draw me here. I'm here because I love people. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. 27 years is a long, a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I still love to come here. That's a few people, yeah. That's a few people. And <laughs> well, I still, and I still love to come here. Well. Absolutely. Like That's the biggest face, part know. of it. Yeah. Is that you've, you've formed this bond with some of the community members. And you need that. When things yeah. get lean, you need yeah. that community support. Mm-hmm. Like you need to, you have to understand the value. There's value in every customer. It's difficult, I think, in nonprofits, especially libraries, because nobody's really paying you yeah. per se. Mm-hmm. So when I go to a clothing store and I buy something, there's an expectation. I've given you money. You're giving me something. There's a trade of service. Yeah. I train this. I go over this with the staff, train the staff that every person who comes in the door is a value to us, whether it's a stat because they've borrowed, they've come in the door, they're part of the funding model. All of those people have a value to this library and treat them accordingly. Mm -hmm. And you know, that if you understand that and customers, I have the same conversation with customers when customers were like, well, I know it's not a big deal because I know, you know, it's free. No, it is a big deal that you're here. It's a big deal that you're borrowing. It's a big deal that you're using our digital resources because every time we show that you're here, you're in the building, you're using here, you're coming to our Mm -hmm. programs, that all matters towards our future moving forward. Mm -hmm. And libraries are equalizers in society. Absolutely. People that might not have access to Wi-Fi, Mm -hmm. to DVD, to books for school, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Like, libraries are an equalizer, particularly now that the fees for the cars are gone. Yes, exactly. You can just come to the library yes. and get whichever yep. thing that you might need mm-hmm. to be successful in yep. learning something. Oh, yes. Yeah, well, there's so no many opportunities to learn new things here, too. Like, yeah. whether it's, like, learning something to better your life or mm-hmm. just learning something to... Like a little skill. Yeah, like, like you can come to a craft program and, yeah. like, it's super fun and you yeah. meet people. And, like, there's so many people who have made, like, lifelong friends at the library and yeah. I love hearing yeah. those stories. Mm-hmm. So. I do like those ones, too. Like, moms and babies who have oh. like, moms and baby times. Yes. Now their kids are, like, 12 yeah. and yeah. they're still lunching. And <laughs> yeah. That's... A, I love that idea. Oh, yeah. Well, like, we, I interviewed a staff member years ago who, who recently left but was here for quite some time. And during the interview the whole time, I thought, why does she look so familiar? Yeah. And finally I clued in and I said, is this your dad? And she said, yes. And I said, you used to come here every Saturday <laughs> with your dad and check out books. Yeah. And she did. And then she worked here. And that to me was like, that was when, 
when things here started coming full circle. Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, I remember you as a child. And now you're working. Working. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was really cool to well, see that. Well, in my that. story, it was like that. Like, we used to come to the library every Sunday. Mm -hmm. We all had our own little cards. This was back in the day when, like, the card said your name on yes. it. Yes. I loved those ones. I realize we can't do that now. But, like, I really loved yeah. it. And I think it was like printed in a machine. Like every time you got it was a, typewriter. a card, you had to like. It was a typewriter. Yeah, it was a she whole thing. If you gave me a typewriter right now and a library card, yeah, I could tell you, you exactly it. how much of a turn and exactly how many spaces to type your name. But we I did it that, that often. So you would like borrow your books and mm -hmm. that sort of thing. And then just when I was a teen, I never came to the library, mm -hmm. which is weird now because I work in a space yes. that I'm trying to get teens to come to <laughs> yeah, the library. Right. But just about how that changes, how the library has changed in my life, how mm -hmm. it was very important. No offense, not important at all. Yeah. And then how it's very mm -hmm. important again. So important. Yes. Like I've spent my entire twenties and half of my thirties. Exactly. Now. Yeah. Well, and I came. I have a library card from when I was in elementary school that we got through our school. I still have it. Aww. I was at Saint Martin de Porres and we came <laughs> for a visit. And we all got library <laughs> cards. I still have it. Adorable. That was in the third grade. Yeah. Never came to the library again until <laughs> I, I interviewed for a job. Yeah in all fairness and so yeah you you lose a little bit there and I think in some ways as awful as that may sound or come across to some people yeah. you want us here because we yeah. realize that there's a lack there and how do we fill that space how yeah. do we get those people to still come how do we get the people that come in class to come regularly after mm -hmm. that yeah. how do you get the teens to come back because you exactly. know that there's a portion of life that it's maybe not the most important thing for them yeah mm -hmm. how do you get them to come back and that's again how it's yeah, changed how do you find them when they're ready because you yeah. came to us when you were young yeah. but now we have to go to other yeah. people or exactly. we have to go to that group now yeah. and that's the biggest change and that's part of what we actively have to try to figure <laughs> out every day yeah. exactly which is part of yeah our whole thing yeah so we touched on this a little bit about finding people where they are mm -hmm. and different outreach opportunities. But in the last, I would say like four years, maybe five years, like outreach has become quite a big part of our mm -hmm. service that we provide to the community. Mm -hmm. Obviously we have different partnerships and there's children's fest and there's different story time opportunities at like Prep Mall, for mm -hmm. example, mm -hmm. and other like smaller one-off programs that we do at Famoso or something like that. Mm -hmm. Book bike in the summer. Yeah, book mm -hmm. bike, book bike yeah. Uh, which Candace is presenting on. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, I am. ALC, ALC. You know called? ALC yes. this year. So like only a few weeks away. Maybe I should mm -hmm. plan this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, how do you see like member services has outreach opportunities as well they mm -hmm. go to different events to right. set up library cards to give information and that sort of thing and uh candace is actually the manager of two i don't know outreach coordinator people yeah, yeah. at different <laughs> levels one so of them like, being you <laughs> yeah one of them is me um how do you see outreach in the library moving forward oh, that's a good question i mean i guess so much of what we've talked about today is like just letting the community know what we do yeah because um, really like we're not selling anything we're really just trying to do good for our community yeah. and like mm -hmm. do good things and help people and all Enhance that life in some way exactly mm -hmm. yeah. so getting the word out can be tricky like yeah. there's so many encounters we have like you mentioned where people are like what the library does that yeah. so or it has this yeah, like, yeah exactly the best and you're just like yes let yes. me show you yeah I mean, that's the part. yeah exactly yeah. and so we really are just like looking for so many more of those opportunities so whenever yeah. there is like you know the like different trade fairs or different opportunities to like you know join some sort of community event um, we're going to try to do a whole lot of that because yeah. when you just see us out there um and we can remind you of what it is that we do yeah. or tell you for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> Which is fine too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We love questions. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, I think we're just going to get out there a whole lot. Um, the book bike was really cool last summer. Um, it was a bit of a trial run and we're going to change some things up this year, but 
just hopping on that bike, which everyone thought was an ice cream delivery <laughs> <Yeah>. thing. <laughs> but it yes. says book bike yeah. on it. Yes. Um, but if you put ice cream in the back, that would be okay too. That would yeah. be an enticement for the outreach. Yeah. <laughs> but it was so cool to just like pop up at, um, you know, like Bower Ponds or Kin Canyon or the Spray Park on like a hot summer's day mm-hmm. where all the kids are like already there. And you're like, yeah. hey, the library's here. Yeah. And they would just entice them because how could it not? Because they're yeah. like, what is this strange thing on mm-hmm. wheels approaching? And where <laughs> you're creating a different memory for them as well. Exactly. Like, oh, I remember the time when I was Yes. Yeah. The book the bike rolled time. up because yeah. we all have that memory yeah. of that, you know, exactly. that best story time ever. Yeah. yeah. What have you? And you know, or being excited to like get your whatever, like oh yes. getting our video tape. Yeah. Yes. Like, <laughs> scholastic book order. So yeah. Different awesome things. Yeah. 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 Which is lovely now because both Timberlands and Dawes still do scholastic. Exactly. That's why it's so fun. Same here. A little slice of childhood. Yes. Absolutely. Little red things. You're like, yes, let's go. The kids coming with like their Ziploc bags of like loonies and tunas. Oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love that. So the more things change, the more they stay the same. Exactly. In some ways, yeah. yeah. It's, the, so many, it's that core feeling yeah. that stays the same. Like if we can maintain that memory setting, yeah. excitement, yeah. what have you, all the way through, then you've got that kind of thread that leads every that'll link everything together. Yeah. Exactly. I had a lady, a customer come in who I recognized because she was a, an elementary school teacher of mine and she came in with her with her grandson when he was about two or three, first grandson. And she was so excited to be able to read him stories. So I reminded her about the story that she read to me when she was my second grade teacher. Best storyteller ever on her Aww. red shag carpet. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought she was the most beautiful person in the whole world. And I remembered every story she ever told us. And yeah. I said, you know, he's going to be so lucky because he's going to have what I had. And I still remember it. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a fabulous way of, again, everything coming full circle again. Yeah. She's still creating it for people. Yeah. That's so cute. Yeah, That's it's cute. a nice story. Yeah. <laughs> She's lovely. Yeah. Well, and just like loving the library, like I've been here a long time. I've brought my nieces to story time mm-hmm. and how they interact with the library or, or how proud yes. they are of their little craft when they come <laughs> home. It's like, I did a good thing here. Yes, yeah. I'm absolutely. part of a good thing. Absolutely. It's a nice feeling. Yeah. I like it a lot. When my university aged nephews text me and say hey do you have this book can you get it for me I'll be home next week I love that because they know that there's a resource right and they 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 still they have a university they have a library where they live but it's not the same when you know when your aunt brings it home for you and you have to you have to yell at them to bring it back but (laughs) (laughs) it's different and I love I love that they do that I love that my family will you know send me a message and say hey do you have this book can you get me this book Mm -hmm. I like that kind of thing (laughs) absolutely I I love to be the resource I think that's pretty cool a group um that um my sister is in recently had a book swap just a community book book swap swap. and you could bring stuff you could take stuff and all of the donations that were left came here and um, people that didn't have a book to swap were bringing in cash, so they brought us the cash, too. Oh, wow. And I said, that's wonderful. And yeah. I said, next time you do this, tell me, and we'll come and register people for library cards. Yeah. And, you know, give cool. me a heads up. Which is another, like, outreach opportunity. Absolutely. Like, different connections that can find yep. you different avenues. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And yep. And these are all true book lovers yeah. in these groups. So, mm-hmm. even, I mean, I'm all for buying your books. I that's all I know you do <laughs> and I and I do collect certain ones and but at the same time you know there's there's so much more like even yeah. even if you're not coming for a book like and I've had that yeah. people oh you know the library oh I buy all my books that's great yeah do you buy art yeah do you mm-hmm. buy dvds yeah. do you buy music you know do you, you want, want something digitally yeah. do you want to do some ancestry do you yeah. need help doing your homework like there's mm-hmm. so yeah. much more than just getting a book yeah so that's part of that knowledge transfer where you're like there's way more than a book yeah yeah my dream is to have library open house 
Ooh. Or oh. you can collect, you can you invite people who've never been to the library and give them all the backstory and show them all the back rooms and how the library works. And Ooh, get them behind in, the scenes. Get them enticed, yes. Ah, library behind the so scenes. Much. I'll, I'll like pretend that I find these people and kidnap them. Yeah. That's, <laughs> my, that's, that's, that's my kind of dream. Put a hood like, over their head and get here yeah, right off. I just yeah. want to. Have you ever been to the, the library? library? Yeah. No, you're coming. Yeah. Get in the van. Get in here. Hop in, we're yeah. going for a ride. Maybe we should get a library van first so it looks Yeah, so it looks like exactly. yeah. yeah. Not a blank white van. Yeah. Well, if we had candy, they'd get in. <laughs> right. I mean, off of that ice cream. Take the turn. Exactly. <laughs> the ice cream is always here. Yeah. So. so we want to thank Karina and Candace for joining us today. Thank you. Yes. It was great. Um, as we end our podcast, as we do, we like to do a reading and watching and listening to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am reading. I'm not. I've never read like graphic novels before, unless it was like a Garfield comic <laughs> when I was like seven. Um, but a few coworkers recommended Saga by Brian Vaughn and oh, Fiona yeah. Staples. I started it. Pretty good. It's it's graphic novel yeah. for sure. We have it um, in the adult section. Yes, it, it has is. Some well, <laughs> they had mentioned like, oh yeah, on the first page of whatever one, you open it up and it's a little little weird. And I went and I saw it on the shelf, so I opened it up, closed it right away. I was like, that's not what I want to want to see. But they're like, no, the storyline, it's great. So yeah. I'm reading the first. I'm on volume one of that. Um, I'm watching Full Metal Alchemist. It's an anime, but I'm watching Brotherhood. They had one that came out in like 2000, early 2000s, and then they redid it in like 2010, I think. Okay. Um, so I'm watching like the remade version. It's is pretty Brotherhood good. Also anime. Yeah, Full Metal, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood oh, is the like redone. The yeah. Gotcha. Um, so that's pretty good. Um, and I haven't really been listening to. How dare. Same podcasts, <laughs> um, Spotify. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. All the things. All the things. All the things. Yeah. And Karina, what did you So, do? right now I'm reading Radicalized. Oh. Uh, I started reading it in the summer. Of course, didn't finish it. Mm-hmm. And But it was fascinated by the story. And it was one of those things where I kept going, I wonder what happened. Yeah, so, I got, my, I got my name back online and yeah. I just got it. Uh, my fiction discovery on my way to the mysteries was an author uh, named Dave Rosenfeld mm-hmm. and oh. he has he has a whole series of books that involve animals which are not my cup of tea yeah. <laughs> but he has some standalones with a with a detective in it that I really enjoyed and I've passed it along to a couple of co-workers nice. who also really enjoyed that uh, listening I always listen to music mm-hmm. always. yeah Karina is our music yes <laughs> I do listen to a lot of music I don't know that I'm listening to anything like spectacular I listen to everything so mm-hmm. my weekend was a lot of 21 pilots as always yeah my favorites um I also listen to like some old like 80s and 90s country music on me weekend. too <laughs> Dixie new song it reminds yeah. me of oh. like old Dixie Chicks and then I've and I was to listening to old Dixie Chicks <laughs> yeah. this weekend yeah because I went 80s country and I was like mm, pushing my luck so I went 90s country <laughs> Loved it all. Yeah, love it. Um, yeah, so I've been doing a lot of, well, I listen to music all the time. Yeah. And uh, watching? Hmm. Okay, so I don't know if you guys are familiar. <laughs> um, someone that I live with. Uh, <laughs> Your husband? Yes. Yeah. Sorry. It's a new word for me. I'm not used to it. He, My roommate. He found uh, on YouTube, there's a YouTube uh, channel called Sorted. And it's a uh, group, if you guys have not seen this, you must watch. It is a group of uh, friends from England who have been doing YouTube videos for probably 11 or 12 years now. Two of them are chefs. And then the other three are, they call them the normals. (laughs) And they have competitions. And they do everything. Like, they will do kitchen gadget review. Mm. But then they'll also do cooking challenges. Sometimes it's just the chefs. 
Sometimes it's the whole group, the normals. They also do pass on. So you start, you have 10 minutes in the kitchen, you start a dish, you walk away. Someone else comes in and, and then you see what's oh. created at the end. They have challenges, they do travels. So we've just been Chromecasting their videos yeah, and we've nice. watched, we kind of binged watch that this weekend, but they are funny. They're down to earth. It's not like a cooking competition and yeah. they're just so good. So if you get a chance, to just look them up because they're wonderful. They are wonderful. It's so cool. They're so good. Yeah. 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 That's my favorites. Nice. Is it my turn? It yes. is your turn. Okay. So I've been in like a reading funk for a long time, but I am <laughs> reading a book. Um, <laughs> I'm reading The Giver of Stars by Jojo Moyes. Um, she's the one who wrote Me Before You, which is actually the only thing that I've ever read by Jojo Moyes, okay. uh, even though I loved it. So. Oh, I voted that book like the play. What? Okay. Oh, <laughs> no, right. I was going to say, it doesn't have a happy ending. Not a happy ending. ending. Not a class, yeah. a happy ending. Um, this one, I, like, I've just barely started it, but it has something to do with um, like a team of uh, people in Kentucky, a team of women who end up going on horseback to deliver library books. <laughs> oh, I so I was cool. like, this feels like Someone something I would enjoy. the other week and, and uh, like a different lady came up who was waiting to check out her books and then they struck up a conversation about it wow. and then walked over to the side as like other people <laughs> had to carry like, on. <laughs> that's yeah. Cool. Yeah. So that's a good sign because I'm reading it for a book club. Um, so yeah, I, I said it was pretty good barely started it. Book club is next week. But <laughs> as usual, I'll probably finish it like 20 mm-hmm. minutes before I go to book club because, you know, I like to live dangerously. <laughs> so that's what I'm reading. Um, watching. So I'm watching Sex Education on Netflix, which is super good. I think I'm maybe like four or five episodes in. Um, have you guys watched that? I've watched a little bit only. A little bit only? Yeah. Oh, you should watch it all. <laughs> Basically, it's about like a teenager and his mm-hmm. mom is a sex therapist. And Who's Jillian, Anderson. Jillian Jillian Anderson. Anderson. <laughs> yeah. Completely different Jillian Anderson from Very X-Files. different. I, I was like, why does this woman look familiar? And yes. I'm like, oh, that's yeah. Yeah. The accent and all. It's really yeah. quite cool. But anyway, so he then basically becomes a sex therapist at his high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for his classmates. Yes. Um, so it's very good. It's like a comedy drama type thing. More comedy than drama, I would say. Uh, listening to, again, like not really much of anything, but I was also like super excited to see the new Dixie Chicks song. So <laughs> I really like that song. I listened to it at first and I was like, mm, I don't do like I the like very it? beginning mm-hmm. of the song. As part of the video? I didn't watch the video. I just heard oh. it. I don't know. The more I listened to it, which was a lot of times this yeah. weekend, uh, the more I liked it. Yeah. So maybe just like I like it, it like, yes. more now times. too. Yeah. yeah. And well, then it's like pre-downloaded the rest of the album, which will come in like May or something. I'm yeah. really excited. One of our coworkers posted uh, something on Instagram where it says, tell me your favorite song. Just mm-hmm. give me the title and then mm-hmm. I'll listen to it. So I started actually my own little playlist of songs that my friends love. And I have yeah. found some really amazing things there. Yeah. And it's a great mm. way to start a new playlist for I things to think exciting. outside yeah. that box. Yeah. yeah. Outside That's a good idea. Oh, there's one thing that I forgot, though. Yeah. I'm also watching Friends. Yeah. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> I know. Okay, but like I started rewatching Friends. Maybe Could you watch, watch any more Friends? <laughs> I watch any more Friends? I started rewatching it because I love Friends and I love everything about it. Um, I don't know, maybe it's like, like four watch. months ago or so. Yeah. But I'm like halfway through season nine now, so I'm like oh, almost yeah. at the end, and I kind of forget how it ends. So I'm sort of excited oh, about wow. that. Yes, I feel like Friends is a show where like literally every single day of my life. I end up talking about Friends, and we were talking about <laughs> yes. Janice from Friends right before we started. Yes, yes. yes. we do. Like literally, we do the Friends know. thing a lot. Yeah. Yeah. we do the Friends thing a lot. Yeah, so, it's a so good that's show. So that's me. Yeah. I started rewatching Justified because nice. you know why. Oh, Justified. Yeah, I'm there. Because Timothy. Yeah, <laughs> I like the guy that plays Boyd Crowder too. Oh, he is so good. He's so good. Have you seen him in his comedy show? That's the on Vice like Principles? the ABC. No, it's on oh, ABC. Oh, that new one. Yeah, yeah. he's no, actually quite good. He's much funnier than I thought he was. I like it. They were so good together. They were amazing together, which is why I started watching it again. Oh, 
that that's sense. my comfort show. Yeah, that makes me want to rewatch it too. <laughs> so I'm currently reading *The Wandering Heart* by Janine Roche. I think her name oh. is. It's for Library Journal. It's not a book I would have chosen for myself. <laughs> However, I will review it for Library Journal, and we'll see how it goes. Currently, it's fine. It's just not my cup of tea. Uh, There's a few lines in there that yeah, <laughs> were I a little questionable. Yeah, a little bit that I mm-hmm. wasn't super keen on. Anyways, uh, I'm currently watching, speaking of Jillian Anderson, mm. I'm re-watching The X-Files. <laughs> yeah, I just started watching it over the weekend because nice. I was watching, I don't know, nostalgic. I rewatched Angel season five mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago and I was like, what else is like paranormal and like kind of 90s? <laughs> and very X-Files. <laughs> there we were. And then I'm listening to you, my nonfiction sleepy time book as mm-hmm. I do is The Rise and Fall of Ancient Egypt by Toby Wilkinson interesting I was obsessed with Ancient Egypt as wow. a young teen I didn't know that about you Claire yeah. <laughs> so cool. like I have so many books that it's stupid and they're all under my bed collecting dust but I cannot get rid of them Wow. They're beautiful, like, they're beautiful, mm-hmm. expensive, stupid books to own. <laughs> like, it's online. I don't need these books. But I used to go through them and, like, highlight passages and make notes. And, oh, like, I love that. It was very extra. So now I still have them 20 years that. later, probably even more. Yeah, that's awesome. So, so if anyone needs to know about that Maybe stuff, I'll just oh, send them to you. I can also just send you my notebooks. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I have one book stuff. from childhood, and it's The Bobsy Twins, oh, Secret oh, of the Candy Cats. I have a copy of that. I love that book. I have my name written in it in really big print because oh, I didn't know how yeah. to write small. And my address and my telephone number. Wow, I got lost. Now I know. If anyone yeah. ever said, where did you live when you were a kid? Let me look it up for you. Yeah. Yeah. Those, like, security questions. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. let me check my book. Like, yeah. It's in the Bobsy Twins. Yeah. It's in the like, Bobsy Twins. Bobsy Twins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. You're like, no, no. I got it. Yeah, exactly. I'm never going to read it again, but yeah. I love that I own it. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Well, thank you again so much for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It was an amazing episode. Bye, guys. (laughs)